used to want it and get this stuff with my dad. And so that is. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. It is well documented that he has had some very troubling behavior and by most accounts a bad actor. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Monday already, long. From Studio C. See, Senior! A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we kick off a brand new week, pregnant with possibilities. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Mueller investigation. Long may it investigate. I mean, it's a brand new week. Anything could happen, right? Oh, my. Could be a constitutional crisis. They're rooting for that like crazy over on the cable news. I was just thinking in your personal life. Anything could happen this week. Things things could go great. Things could go to hell. You don't know. It's a good way to start the week. It's kind of exciting. I keep you on your toes. Or more likely, your mundane reality will just chug on, colorless and discouraging. Yeah, the most likely situation is (laughs) the way your life has been the last couple of years, it will continue to be this week. I so that's either listen to that's what life is. Yes. That's what happens while you're making other plans, huh? That's true. This is life. So Some, you find the joy in every day. Sometimes that is a shocking reality. Where's the joy at? Who mm. took the joy? This is life. This right here. Right. This is this is it. Listening to this show right now. This is life. It might be as good as it gets. While you're brushing your teeth thinking, I can't believe I gotta go back to work again. I was telling my son last night. How I I once said to my dad, uh, sometimes on Sunday nights I lay in bed and think, oh, God, dying another week of work. And he said, I've been doing that for 50 years. Right. When I was younger, he told me that. I thought, okay. Boo! Apparently that's that's just the state of existence. Yes. (laughs) Um, uh, Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Mike? I'm doing okay. Today's one of those mornings where I got here extra early, but yet I'm still behind. And you always wonder, how the hell did that happen, you know? Mm. You're running around, running around, and I... I think I actually got here too early. Sometimes I think you get too relaxed if you're too far ahead. <laughs> I can do that, yeah. Like, I, well, geez, I got an hour before I even need to leave for the airport. And then right. I think, oh, gee, blah, yeah. what happened? There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I uh, ventured out to uh, various uh, watering holes on the on what is the, the day of St. Patrick's. And uh, I, I, people like to drink on St. Patrick's Day. Apparently, because mm. uh, I tend not to go out on what I kind of call amateur drinking nights—the sure. ones where you know the people only go out twice a year, don't really know how to act. And this year, <laughs> they oh, don't know how to sit on a stool and look glum. There's so yeah, there's amateurs. Just so much trying. Like everybody's just trying so hard on these nights to get all their. It's tonight's the night for fun. We're gonna have fun, and it's it just it ruins a lot of it for me. But th- this year especially was just. 
I'm glad I started early. I got out early. I, I you know, made some appearance, got, you know, saw some friends, and then, you know, I, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm going home. I was in bed at a reasonable hour. I was binge watching some new thing on Netflix. Oh, it was beautiful. Were you urinating green at any point over, over no, the weekend? No, that's, no, no. That's good. I think I maybe had like two and a half beers over the course of the whole. The whole several hours. As they said on Saturday Night Live, if you're Irish or just white and like to fight, it's your day. <laughs> mm. uh, there is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Uh, tell you, investing in sport, a very risky game, my mm. friends. <laughs> my brackets are broken. Well, no, so is everybody's. No March Madness bacon. My financial advisor texting. We are done. Unbelievable. <laughs> Virginia's about to make history. Number one loses to number 16. First time in history. We have nothing left! Exclamation point. Which wow. Sean predicted. Yes, I I'd did. like to know if there is anyone else in America that predicted the 16 versus 1 upset. Now, you did not... anybody else have that in their bracket anywhere in the country but Sean? No, nowhere else. Impossible. If they tell you that, they're lying. Yeah. I have it on tape, and I'll have yeah. the tape here for uh, right. a little bit. I, I, I have to pick a little battle with Sean, because as I recall, you were kind of going, well, the Cavaliers are very relaxed, and they're like retrievers, <laughs> and they just run and get sticks. <laughs> so it didn't sound like a real, yes, they're going to win. So well, I ignored all right, you. You say goodbye to your money. You put on a Swami hat and start doing infomercials. Yeah. I'll give you your lock of the week. Yeah. If, if we have time, may I play a an audio of the, the, the coach of that losing number one seed, and you guys describe what his attitude strikes you as. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. It is, if you play this game and you step into the arena, this stuff can happen, and those who haven't been in the arena or in the competition, maybe they don't understand that, but there's chances for wonderful things to happen, but when you're in the arena, stuff like this can happen. Sounds a little offhand, indifferent, casual, dismissive, mm. unconcerned, maybe a little cavalier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, take it seriously, you oh, idiot. Which Sean predicted on uh, Friday. Right. Unbelievable. And the, and the Twitter sphere blew up with people saying, Sean predicted this. <laughs> right? Which was very exciting. Right? Um, <laughs> Battle of the mascots, the way to go, Sean. If you're not a sports fan, which a lot of you aren't, you yep. have no idea what's happening. I thought it was hilarious. The New York Times contacted some people from that uh, that college that nobody would ever heard of. Right, right. And they contacted the most famous coach on that college campus, who's the guy who's coached their chess team, to six national championships. Really? He's the most famous coach they've got. Wow. And they called him up Friday night and said, what do you think? And he said, I hadn't heard that. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's so terrific. he was unaware that it even happened. I was just <laughs> thinking about the Rook and all its many possibilities. And they found, because it's a like science nerd school or whatever, which, is, I'm, which, which I'm all for, yep. by the way. Uh, UMBC. Sure. And they were on campus yesterday, yep. and over the weekend, they couldn't find any students who gave it. Wow. Wow. Who cared at all. So, P.S., seriously, you get that tape of you uttering that. Yeah. And and you start doing infomercials or call-ins to Sports Talk Radio or whatever, and you promise the lock of the week, et cetera, et cetera. You'll make at least five figures in the near term, if not more. The lines makers have never made a mistake this big. If I get it wrong now, you get the rest of the season for free. There are guys who have made entire careers of every day they get up in the morning, they call somebody and say, the stock market is about to crash. It's overburdened with X, Y, and Z. And then they pray it happens. And when that finally, that day finally comes when it does, they write a book, they go on the talk shows, they make tens of thousands of dollars. This is your moment, Sean. Right? You got to strike while the iron's hot. You made the greatest prediction in college basketball. Basketball history, and you need to capitalize <laughs> yes. upon it. More on that later. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Monday, March 19th, the year 2018.
Setting you straight in 21.8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Oh, gosh. Well, let's start the show then. Officially, according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. Top of the morning to you now. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning for you. There you go. Do I get it now? <laughs> Top of the morning. Where are my lucky charms? Yes. They're always stealing me lucky charms. That was, that was good. British. That was better, though. It's British. Luck of the Irish. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Is that, Was that a good answer? <laughs> Luck of the Irish. <laughs> Top wow. of the morning. Do your current. Oh, same for ya. How are you doing in a jig? I'm trying to do a jig, but my pants are falling down. Try that with an Asian accent, haters. Racists. Huh? Let's try that with an Asian accent. Next Chinese New Year. Wow, wow. Right? Or a Hispanic accent for Cinco de Mayo, which is Mexican Independence Day. We know from personal experience... That if you tried that with an Asian accent, you would all lose your job. Well, you'd have a meeting, certainly. An enjoyable meeting with... High management that you don't often see. For whatever reason, you can do a mocking uh, Irish accent. Yeah, it's because my people have a sense of humor and we don't give a damn. We got work to do. We're not a bunch of crybabies. Not that any other ethnic group is, certainly. There are no crybabies. Sense of humor until you accidentally bump into you and you spill your beer. Then you better put your dukes up because (laughs) apparently you're going to swing on me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we also got a sense of wanting to drink our beer. (laughs) What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, will President Trump fire the special prosecutor after a weekend of turmoil in tweets we had another bomb blast in austin texas oh man and march madness upset results in free pizza for everyone details coming up 635 armstrong and getting boy it was a wild weekend if you're into the political news and if you're we're thinking you know it's going to slow down at some point boy not in the next month this next month has got some real big stuff coming that's just going to drive the media crazy. So, oh boy. We'll hit you to that on the way. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. We've had some technical issues, but I think we can whip it into shape. It does, however, include an unmasking, if you will, a prosecution, a bringing to justice of one Marshall Phillips. Mm. Fake Finn. But, uh, yeah, I-, I hope you didn't follow news over the weekend. That means you, you had you got a more balanced life. But the president was tweeting, and people were getting fired, and it was very exciting. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So they fired that dude McCabe from, McCabe from the FBI. Yeah, moments before he was going to retire with full benefits. Get the hell out of here! Of course, it would appear that he's a lying sack of crap, so I don't feel that bad for him, despite the fact that the media is going on and on about how awful it is. Uh, don't lie under oath, and you can avoid a lot of those kind of problems. It would seem he is indeed a LCLS, LSC, lying sack of crap. Sure doesn't but... look like one. I took him to be one of those. He's like our bald eagle squawky. He he, was, he has the look of like, he looks like a bald eagle. Right, that's how they fool you. And uh, that, that, that shiny look, that you can trust me look. And then That's Trump... how you know you can't. Trust Trump tweeting like crazy over the weekend, and so yeah, we got to get into all that. Oh boy, 
Oh, boy. These times are roiled. They're roiled times. They're going to get roilder. Oh, no. In the next couple of weeks. Oh, no. Explain why in a a minute. Oh, speaking of roiled, so we went to this new uh, email address, right? uh, Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Everything I got ready for today has disappeared. Everything. The articles, the emails, the stuff I came up with and emailed to myself. It's all gone. Has to be the Russians. Hacked into your stuff. Our They're coffee all... craft disappeared, too. I don't know where it is. It's right out there. I can see it from here. I can actually see nice it from here. Nice detective work there, Dick Tracy. <laughs> One of those cases has been solved. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a 50% clearance rate. Mailbag. Well, emails are pouring in, praising Positive Sean, who has your lock of the week. 1-800-CALL-SEAN. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Joe, got to be a huge shout-out to Sean for calling the biggest upset ever. Cavaliers upset by the Retrievers. First ever 16 beating one. Sean is the man, etc. So when you look at the data, I mean, it's really kind of simple. So I I didn't see the game. Most people didn't. No, why Um, bother? I don't understand why CBS didn't. I would have fired them. I'd have run promos like crazy. We're going to air the game on Sunday night right after 60 Minutes. Because mm. it's it's being put up with, with the Miracle on Ice, with Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson. One of the great sports upsets in history, except the difference being nobody saw this. Right. Because who watches 16 versus 1 games? Well, they don't air most of them. Number one in the nation. Yeah. So, uh, versus I a CBS. school nobody's heard of with a funny mascot. At the very least, rerun the second half. The problem was it was kind of a blowout. The, I uh, still would like to see yeah, it. Yeah. Getting back to mailbag, ethnic celebrations in the news. Here's a nice note from Cindy in Spearfish, South Dakota. Jack? Cool place to be. Uh, oh, I'm. Well, and, and she's sending pictures from Deadwood, not far from where you once lived, correct? Uh, Deadwood's where, like, all my mom's family is from that area. Yeah, yeah. Just wanted to share pictures from a small town celebration. This is Deadwood, South Dakota. Population of the town's around 1,500, but swells to over 7,000 for the St. Patrick's Day pub crawl. Yes! Uh, enjoy the show so much. Listen every day, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, hope you all enjoy seeing small-town drunkards. Fagafee, <laughs> uh, over 15 years. Cindy, fantastic. And Jack, these are very small pictures, but there's the main street of uh, Deadwood. Looks like a good place to be. It is. The main street is wall to wall, like storefront to storefront, each side of the street, human beings in green hats and and drinking. And that's uh, that's St. Patrick's Day for you. (laughs) Remember the reason for the season? Drunkenness? Public intoxication? Speaking of ethnics celebrating their day... Marshall, the false fin part due. Uh-huh. That's R- why I thought I would come in here for this. This All is right. Richard, who mm-hmm. who has outed you before. As you may recall, I wrote in a couple of months ago calling Marshall out as a false fin for not bringing up Finland's centennial independence December day. 6, 1917, freedom from Russia. Well, you're at least a year late. Huzzah! Well, at least a few months late. Today, I must call him out on St. Orho's Day. Orho. You, you Which and, we seem to have every six weeks. <laughs> About you, five times a year. You and Jack spent a minute pondering why this isn't as famous as St. Paddy's Day. Oh, he spells Paddy with D's. No, D's is for Padraig, not Patrick, you idiot. But he's not an Irishman. He's just a 
Some sort of arbiter of who's a fin. <laughs> anyway, moving along. Uh, how amazing it was that ancient people believed some medicine man just waved his arms and made the grasshoppers go away. The thing about St. Orho is that he was made up as a joke by some dude who lived in Minnesota in the 1950s. It's a joke to actual Finnish people to poke fun at the Irish. The actual patron saint of Finland is St. Henry. So once again, I call on the ban of Marshall telling us about Finland until he takes a DNA test to prove he really is of Finnish descent. Be glad to step up for that test, sir. Heine sirka, heine sirka, mina telta heaten. Oh, my. Yeah, Can we need to dump that? Grasshopper, grasshopper, go to hell. If that's made up making fun of St. Patrick's Day, that's awesome. It yes. really that's is. That's more reason to celebrate. Yes. It. But I would like to see your Finnish origins proved, Marshall. I will be glad to step I've got up. a $93 test tube of spit that can prove I'm an Irishman. <laughs> I want to see the same from you. All right, I'll pass the hat because I am broke now after my recent sporting investment. <laughs> they nailed down that you're Irish? Why well, do they do I, that? I can see the percentages of my genetic background that are from various places. Hmm. And uh, there's quite a bit of uh, British Isles in there. Hmm. Quite a bit of all sorts of Northern Europe. But well, That's really where we learned that Joe's 99% Neanderthal. I need to do that. Everybody yeah. should do that. Oh, it's fun. It's really interesting. Turns out I'm, I'm as white as the sheet of paper I'm holding in my hand. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Wherever white people are really, really white, I have genetic material from there. Uh, let's see. Oh, why women listen? We were talking about this uh, Friday. Uh, listen to your show because you mention your families now and again. You're not vulgar, just a little naughty. Yeah, I'd say that's about accurate. You're both realistic and address issues sensibly. No stupid gimmicks. Oh, Sean, maybe we hold off on the wheel of topics till tomorrow. Damn it. We uh, spent all weekend putting up the different topics and testing out the wheel. Wherever it stops, that's what we talk about. Longtime listener Jane sent from the cabin. Glad you're at your cabin, Jane. Hope you're enjoying that. Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, my idea's already happening. Recently traveled to Israel. Shalom, y'all, writes uh, Frank from New New Mexico. Saw this T-shirt in the Muslim quarter of Jerusalem. Looks like Joe's jiu-jitsu idea is already catching on. You already have an international show. Um, It's uh, a Hasidic Jew striking a fighting pose. It says jiu-jitsu. Of course, this is in the Muslim quarter of Jerusalem, so it could be a bitter mockery and not uh, loving uh, concern for the Jewish uh, folks and their need for self-defense which is why I started my strip mall jiu-jitsu uh, uh, martial arts studios. Speaking of Muslims, did you see the new leader of Saudi Arabia on 60 Minutes last night? Man, was that interesting. I did not. I was that f- was damn good. I'll have to talk about that later. Flying on an aeroplane. I know I, we all felt very positive about him. Then it looked like he was just your typical money-grubbing oligarch. What a fascinating individual. Mm. Could be the biggest change in, in Middle Eastern politics in, in my lifetime. Really? Well, so, not in my lifetime, because 79 was pretty big. In brief, how do you feel about him now, having watched it? Back to somewhat positive? or oh, Too complicated I, to summarize? Yeah, it's too complicated to summarize. Okay. That would be unfair. Fair enough. Tried to do yeah, but he's something else. All right, then. And finally, a note on inclusion riders that uh, old uh, Francis McDormand mentioned at the Oscars. Uh, Al Anonymous, I work in the locations department for TV and film. Right now, our union roles are at 100% employment. Everyone is working. So does that mean if I come available, they can't hire me as a white man? They'll have to hire a minority with no experience? Well, I don't know, or a minority with experience. Also, grips, electrics, transpo drivers are all typically older men, mostly white. There aren't women who want to do these jobs because there aren't a lot of women who love the smell of diesel fuel and cigarettes. Actors and actresses typically do not start out as production assistants and have to work and claw their way to a modicum of success. So now because some millionaire actress wants to signal her virtue, I as a white man am going to be less employable. 
Awesome. Read your lines, smile for the camera, and shut the hell up about what a movie camera, sh- movie crew should look like. If you're n- lunching with the crew instead of retreating to your million-dollar trailer to be pampered, maybe you'd see us as more than just labels. Hmm, an unhappy cameraman. And he signs off, keep your raping hands off my livelihood. Wow, rapey wood. Uh, Marshall's News, and there's lots of it coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. have been thinking since Trump announced for president that at some point the news flow is going to get back to normal, right? It's going to slow down a little and it wouldn't be, you know, giant barking headlines every day of our lives. Yeah. Well, it ain't. It didn't over the weekend and it's not going to at least like in the next month or so. No way for several reasons. We'll start with uh, the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, rest easy. President Trump isn't considering firing the special counsel investigating Russian election interference. That is according to top White House lawyer Ty Cobb. After Trump spent a weekend tweeting and reviving speculation, he might be contemplating firing special counsel Robert Mueller. Well, Trump and uh, highly placed aide would never be at cross purposes or contradicting each other, so we can all rest easy. Another uh, among uh, Trump's tweets, the Mueller probe should never have been started and that there was no collusion. There was no crime. Which one? It was based on fraudulent activities, a fake dossier paid for by crooked Hillary and the DNC and improperly used in FISA court for surveillance of my campaign. Which one? That might all be true. That might come out in the in the Mueller report. The president, for the first time on Twitter, mentioning Robert Mueller by name, and then there was the statement by Trump's other attorney, John Dowd, on Saturday, urging an end to the Mueller probe, saying, I pray that Acting Attorney General uh, Rosenstein will bring an end to alleged Russia collusion investigation. So we had about 24 hours of the, is Trump going to fire Mueller? Mm-hmm. Then a number of Republicans said, don't do that. Right. Republican um. Congressman Trey Gowdy was one of them. And uh, he actually had some advice for Trump's uh, lawyer, John Dowd. If you have an innocent client, Mr. Dowd, act like it. Russia attacked our country. Let special counsel Mueller figure that out. And if you believe, as we found, there's no evidence of collusion, you should want special counsel Mueller to take all the time and have all the independence he needs to do his job. Yeah, I think the uh, the rub is that the special counsel has now gone fairly far afield and is just looking into anything related to anything. You know, there's a thread there. you got to look into the man's finances to see if he, he has, like, a, a, a check framed on the wall, $1 trillion signed Vlad Putin. I mean, you got to look into that stuff. But if once he's uh, peeked under the financial covers, God knows what he's going to find there. And that's uh, I'm pretty convinced that's why Trump's all uh, agitated. But Trey Gowdy said, don't right. fire Mueller. You, if you do, you'll have a very, very long, miserable 2018. Um, Chris Christie yesterday said, don't do it. Lindsey Graham said it'd be the beginning of the end of the Trump yep. presidency. Uh, Paul Ryan came out and said, don't do it. So I think that's what led to last night's tweet. That we're, we have no plans to fire Mueller. I think they realized that's not even an option. The trial balloon having become bullet riddled. Yeah. They disavowed. Trump's Mueller tweets coming after the firing late Friday of the former FBI director Andrew McCabe. Two days before McCabe's planned retirement, putting part of his pension in jeopardy. Now, Jeff Sessions said he acted on the recommendation of the FBI, who said that McCabe had authorized the release of information to the media 
in the waning days of the 2016 campaign and hadn't been candid with a watchdog office investigating that were looking into the FBI's handling of the Hillary Clinton email. There has been fair and unfair reporting on this over the weekend. That was fair, but there's been a lot of reporting where they leave that out. The FBI's own little group of people who look at this stuff. These are career FBI agents that were long before Trump ever came around recommended that McCabe be fired because he lied. The FBI's own watchdog group said, this guy's a liar. It's funny, little Mika didn't bring that up and in it her And it, it gets left out of a lot of the stories over the weekend. Yeah, the inspector general said he's dirty. So there's one of the things that's, that, that's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. The IG report's going to come out, could have all kinds of stuff. It's at very least going to have the McCabe stuff right. about how he, he lied under oath to his own FBI. He, he doesn't look like a liar, but it would certainly appear that he is. He doesn't look like a liar. What does that even mean? Well, All men are capable of deceit, Jack. He's, he sat there under oath and, and was asked about uh, Trump getting away in the investigation, and he said nothing can get in the way of the FBI doing their job. And, I'll, you know, all that flag waving behind you, God bless America right. crap. Well, he's a freaking liar. Mm. So, ah! That's kind of an interesting story. <laughs> but so the IG report comes out in the next couple of weeks, and Comey's book comes out in the next couple yes. of weeks. Oh, and the yes. And the reports are he's coming out hot and swinging. He is out to call the president a liar and just go, like, coast to coast, talking up this book and go wild with it. Oh, That's no. going to be a media firestorm. Oh, That's no. going to be the cra- It might be the craziest thing that's happened since Trump got elected when Comey's out on the stump with oh, his book. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I almost want to take a week's vacation. Oh, no. <laughs> just let that whole thing die down. But that is going to be off the charts. Well, at least we know everybody will approach the book and all the information in it in a spirit of bipartisan oh, yeah. patriotism oh, yeah. and oh, yeah, even-handed oh, something sure. or other. The right. same people that called Comey a tool of the Republican Party. He might as well be the, the RNC chair right. when he was uh, undermining Hillary. They're just going to be championing him as, as all that is good and right in America. You'll hear people screaming at each other over the page numbers and the font. I mean, it's just going to be an anger fest. But the IG report and Comey's book are going to be huge media stories. Oh, my God. All right, here on a brighter note, Little Caesars offered free pizza for everyone if a 16 seed beat a 1 seed in March Madness, and it happened. Great promo stunt. It's a lock. Can't happen. Never has happened. Get you to mention Little Caesars over and over again. They don't have to give away their $5 pizza. Very safe bet. And besides, their full retail price for pizzas is like four eighty. <laughs> Cost them what seventy eight cents per pizza, right? Exactly. University of Maryland, Baltimore County beat the University of Virginia in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> First time ever a number sixteen seed beat a number one seed, and they flogged them. Yeah, it wasn't yes. a buzzer beater or anything. <laughs> it was a twenty point beat there. Right. So the sixteen seed scored fifty three points in the second half. The one seed scored fifty four points in the entire game. Ouch! That's something. Right. Now, before the game, Little Caesars tweeted, if a 16 seed beats the one seed, they give everybody in the country, everybody in the country, a free lunch combo, a personal deep dish what pizza. If I don't, what if I don't want it? Do I have to eat it? <laughs> go, yes. go get it and give it to me. Yes. <laughs> And of course, uh, of course, it happened. So now, on April second, you can go to a participating Little Caesars between eleven thirty, <clears throat> excuse me, a.m. and one p.m. and get yourself a free lunch. I have been around college campuses where you'd have to take the week off school if this happened. <laughs> and they went to that college campus, and there was hardly anybody on the campus that even knew it happened. Right, right. 
there were some there were people coming in yeah. from out of town that wanted to buy a shirt or whatever, and their student union was closed, and there's really nothing going on in town. We wow. have a basketball team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what the chess uh, coach said. All righty, that is a wrap. I'm done. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And it happens at your uh, your smarty pants schools where people are there to study math and science. They're just really not that into the sports, which makes sense, by the way. Makes perfectly good sense. I just like any school uh, having their mascot be a dog other than a husky. Mm. Well, the retrievers are kind of smart. Little, he's a good boy. Golden retriever on their their unis. That's fantastic. Well, as Sean pointed out, what kind of a mascot is a cavalier? Eh, That's no attitude. Eh, whatever. You know, yeah. We'll play. We won't oh, play. We got a game. I guess I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, Tell boy. you what, I'm going to start a, one of those private rip-off colleges that claim to teach you something but don't. We're going to be the Dachshunds. <laughs> or something like the that. The Fighting Beagles. The Beagles. Schnauzer power. Yes. Something like that. Right. Um, Who's a schnauzer? I'm a schnauzer. Who's a schnauzer? That sort of thing. We chant it all the time. Do you remember that high school teacher that got fired for questioning at all the gun walkout? Uh, briefly or, suspended. Briefly suspended. Well, briefly sent home with pay. Yes. I'm trying to sell it. Okay. Um, well, you, we, you're the right man for these times. We've got, <laughs> we've got her on the show <laughs> later. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. The Federal Trade Commission has ordered the makers of the Snuggie to pay more than $7 million in refunds over deceptive buy one, get one free ads. It's a rare piece of good news for people who own multiple Snuggies. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed out loud at that joke. (laughs) Right. Yes. You probably need a little good news if you're the sort of person who doesn't have just one, Mm. but multiple Snuggies. It's Uh, a backward robe, right? (laughs) What is this? Uh, So Sean is enjoying, I can smell it, it smells delicious, the sausage wrapped in a pancake on a stick, which you introduced us to. It's truly a delight. Is this the Jimmy Dean variety you get? Yes. So we we started getting them at home. On your recommendation, Mm. my kids love them. Oh, they're a delight. I did eat one the other day. They're they're great. Oh, yeah, they're not exactly health food. But oh, man, that please. is good. It's sausage, and I don't know what's in a pancake, but it's probably good for you. <laughs> you want some sausage? Yeah, those are good right there. You know, I don't want to turn this uh, conversation overly serious, but enjoy an early grave, fellows. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm you sorry, don't want to turn the conversation overly serious well, about right. our delicious bref- breakfast <laughs> treat, but... Enjoy an early grave. But there's no way, really, to speak the truth without saying that. If you knew my actual diet, you would realize that's among the healthier things that I eat. <laughs> right, me too. Oh, I worry for you, Sean. I really do. I really me too. Do. How's your stool, Sean? You really ought to check it. Always a good question. I, I'm really concerned about your colon. Uh, boy, so we got a bunch of different stuff to catch up from over the weekend. Um, there's a third... Big media whirlwind story, I hope, that's no, about to no. drop. How many whirlwinds is enough? Would you stop? That uh, we'll, I'm blaming the messenger. We'll get into it 7.04, another book that's coming out. So, yeah, we're, we're about to enter a pretty crazy period, and it's been a crazy period for, you know, for like two years now. So 
you know, I liked the election of Trump in a way, uh, just because it was shaking things up. And I wasn't a big fan of his, but I thought, what the hell, Washington could use a little kick in the jibs, couldn't they? Um, but my fondest hope was it'll end up okay. You know, there'll be uh, there'll be ups and downs, it'll be a bit of a roller coaster, but everything will turn out okay. Now I'm wondering. No, I just I don't know. So we just played a clip from Saturday Night Live. They had a joke during their news over the weekend. They showed Donald Trump holding up his Houston Astros jersey that they gave to him as the World Series champion Houston Astros visited the White House. They gave him a jersey. It had the number 17 on it. And the joke on uh, Saturday Night Live was 17, which is his approval rating, and the crowd cheered and everything like that. <laughs> well, that very own NBC that aired Saturday Night Live came out with their poll yesterday in which Trump is currently at 43%. He's up a couple of ticks. 43% is not bad. No. No, you're 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 doing perfectly fine at 43%. Nancy Pelosi on the other hand is at 21%. No jokes about that on SNL? No. People nobody jokes about Nancy Pelosi b- being incredibly unpopular. She has half the approval of Donald Trump. Really? <laughs> really? Bitter old hag. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah. I had not intended to talk about that, but just Yeah. Somebody got under my skin. Oh, I know it was Joe attacking my diet. That's what uh. it was. <laughs> Well, your diet's attacking your body, so I'm just standing up for your body. I uh, took my uh, boys to the barbershop yesterday. That might be, that's in the top couple of my favorite things to do, mm. is taking the boys to the barbershop for a haircut. Y'all sit there, flip through magazines, or what? How does it go? Well, it used to be this barbershop is um, uh, real popular to bring kids to, and they have a big tub of toys there. Which is great if you don't already have a cold. It's a great place to get one. Right. Or a but, number of other uh, viruses and bacteria. <laughs> anyway, they get this big tub of toys. It used to be my kids would go in there immediately. Oh, they're on their hands and knees playing with the toys. Now they're too old and cool for it. No, oh boy. Too cool for the toys. Ah, it doesn't Time's, last long, No, it does doesn't, it? man. Times change. Wow. So now do they sprinkle the blue juice from the uh, comb uh, canister on the toys to disinfect them or what? Blue juice must be pretty effective. But, uh, and they, they got a bucket on the ceiling that you lower with a rope, and there's a, a lollipop in it after you get your hair cut, which is kind of an exciting thing. Wow. They lower the bucket down to the ground, you get your lollipop, and they pull the bucket back up. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. That's a great gimmick. Yeah. So My next-door like neighbor, Herb, was a barber. Herb the barber. Herb the barber. Next town over, he had his barber shop. My dad and I started going there. It kind of felt obligatory, you know. And uh, they had a number of uh, Sports Illustrateds there, a couple of popular mechanics, and just one or two Playboys in the stack. But, <laughs> really? Of course, I really. I never dared. Wow, that was a different time. Never dared as a youngster. That was a well, different well, there time. There was a woman within fifty yards of the place. Well, still, there's a barber shop. Pornography. Where men would hang out and cut other men's hair. Pornography is usually not just hanging around his reading it's material. Not pornography. Listen to the bishop over here. <laughs> it's, it's 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 tasteful erotica. And thought-provoking articles and interviews. Tasteful erotica. All right. It's a man's environment. It used to be okay to be a man in my America. And Jack's um, heterosexual, probably bisexual America, a barbershop with a playboy is some sort of abomination. Well, used to be a simpler time where a man could just relax with pornography on the couch while he's waiting for uh, the doctor or the barber or whatever. Get your oil changed. Right. And I'll just look at some pornography. Right. <laughs> You're right. In, in my America... Isn't that right, Squawky? Huh? You didn't look at the Playboy at the barber shop. You're bald. You're a bald eagle. I'm sorry. That was insensitive of me. I shouldn't ask. Uh, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, article in the New York Times over the weekend about her 
Nancy Pelosi wants to lead. House Democratic candidates aren't so sure on how this uh, this dude that won in Pennsylvania last week who said he was going to vote against Nancy Pelosi yeah. might be uh, a lot more people like that in the Democratic Party. And Land her, the sham! With her <laughs> approval rating at 21%, how would it not be the case? Right. Um, but there's a lot of Democrats that apparently want somebody different and perhaps younger than the 77-year-old Nancy Pelosi. She's almost 80 years well, old. And she's really doddering right now. Really? Really struggling to throw a sentence together. She's the number one. She she is probably, her and Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, She they're the big three, right? In terms of leaders of the party, there's not one single leader. Yeah, Schumer, you got to throw Schumer in okay, there. Okay, well, they're all ancient. Yeah. And then in terms of actual power, it's Nancy Pelosi followed by Steny Hoyer and James Clyburn. That's the way it works in terms of house politics. Right. She's 77, they're 78 and 77. Wow. And it's incredible. So last night when I'm watching 60 Minutes and that new leader of Saudi Arabia, um, uh, MBS, MSB, ML, MLB, NBA, ESPN, <laughs> whatever That's his it. initials are. Right. MBS, MSB, which is yeah, close enough. Um, he's, he's the new leader um, and he's 33, 34 years old mm. and, 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 and really sharp and a lot of interesting ideas and fully understands the world. He's read a lot of history. You know, you know a lot of people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s who know lots of stuff. You don't have to be 70 or 80 to be able... And I was listening to this guy and thinking, why don't we do this more in America? I'm not valuing a 34-year-old over a 64-year-old, but they ought to get equal weight. They, they ought to get, get a sniff. They maybe. ought to get it. They ought to have a shot on the national stage. Yeah. Is that the sign of something that we've well, gone yeah. so old? Well, no, I think it's a sign that the fix is in. The political parties are very, very good at fixing the system so they stay in power. That's That's their main skill. And so, you know, their hierarchy is uh, one of seniority, and and there's nothing to knock it apart. That's why, you know, and I hate to even bring the man up. I'm so tired of him, but that's why so many people were in favor of Donald J. You know, I'd ask what cute little Paul Ryan's approval numbers are, but he's out, right? He's leaving. Didn't he say that? Yeah. Got this text, I'm 51 years old, and there were Playboys laying around the barbershop I went to as a Hell kid. Hell yeah. That was the thing? Well, yeah. So I went to some sort of puritanical barbershop that didn't have Playboys around? You should have seen the VHSs at my <laughs> dentist <laughs> office when I was a kid. <laughs> Featuring Stormy Daniels, among others. A young here, like, Stormy Daniels. While you're waiting for your cleaning, this will rock your world, son. <laughs> wow. Just yeah. don't know. I, I don't know that my kids are missing out by not lo- having pornography around the barbershop. I'll listen to you. Well, no wonder you're in favor of that Saudi dictator. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.